Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my bearings. Or parish. Raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced Ethiopian, inhaling kush Blue projects get pushed Mold with the bush Standing on the middle line, no defining Swirling dervish, in between space and time It's a fixed Tuesday, another news day North, east, west, south, west Not here to confuse the day Just a fuse the way Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Oh, 
talk, block talk, this is the block talk. I lean hell bay, dropping jewels every day. Block talk, block talk, this is the block talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. Block talk, block talk, this is the block talk. I lean hell bay, dropping jewels every day. Block talk, block talk, this is the block talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full Watch your jaw, the crew was watching talk Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand First world order, we bring it at home in the first quarter Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders Silly rabbit, knowledge for gods No matter where you resign, lies, temple of Mars So don't fret or proceed with hesitation Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information Peace Another Tips and Tricks Tuesday on First World Order Radio. We give thanks to those who came before and those who will come after. I know it was a little delayed once again on the transmission coming through, but first Tips and Tricks of the day is, of course, delay does not mean denied. So we are here. It is Blackwater, the Metal Magician. Speaking of Meta Magician, I just want a quick story before we go to today's topic of uh, spring cleaning. And tea. You know, I always got something to talk about, of course. But I was at the grocery store yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. A couple things, but um, sitting there at the at the checkout line, you know, Walmart, Wally World, you know, our amusement park for consumption of uh, edibles, you know. I went in there to get my edibles for the day, a juice or something, and then you know, a cucumber, a cucumber and a bell pepper. So I'm, get, I'm you know, checking out some happens to the machine, and um, so I get to the point where I had to press a button to go back, but you know I didn't want to get aggravated, and frustrated. Machine, of course, it's a machine, so I do my little, I did my little like tachi movements, hand movements, like in a circular pattern to locate the button to press go back. And as I was doing it, the clerk was, you know, they how they got the people standing at the, you know, on this, at the self-checkout line looking, she was observing then, you know, she, I guess she saw what I did with my hands, and when I, by the time I paid for it and everything, walking out, she stopped me. She said, uh, what are you, some type of magician or something? <laughs> I was like, a magician? No, no, I'm not a magician. I mean, you know, first thought, I was like, hold on. I was like, yeah, you know, so how do you know? You know, I had on a bracelet that the fam gave me. I'll get thanks to uh, uh, Dr. Aline and Kadir as well, and, and give thanks for his recovering. You didn't hear him speaking on last night's uh, class, something that was on YouTube, and also with that uh, Bobby Emmett conversation that you, you can hear, you know, that as well as 100% to his body. I mean, he, he's doing real, real well, and everything you guys are doing to help out and contribute to his recovery 
is is beneficial and, and he gets thanks and he's very um very, very thankful for that. You know what I'm saying? I know they are, you know what I'm saying? But um but yeah, so I had a bracelet that I got from the fam and a ring that I have and uh it's like a big obsidian 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 type of stone. You know, it's polished and everything in the shape of an orb, but it's pretty pretty big. Like a, a Qigong ball or something. One of them stress balls. Um, so I'm walking out, she said, What are you a magician or something? I'm like, nah, I'm not a magician, but she saw how I moved my hands over the machine to try to I guess uh like I said, I was alleviating the frustration. I ain't gonna get upset at this machine for one, but also trying to locate the button. It's just a natural movement and you know, the more you do touch you or work in certain things like that, you get these muscle memories like even when I open the door or turn on the box of that thing, like I'm I'm doing what they call a pretty lady wrist where you turn your wrist a certain way. I do it a lot throughout this kind of thing. But uh, I was like, no, I'm not a, I'm not a oh, magician. And then, you know, as I was walking away, I thought about it. I was like, well, you know, I told her, I said, in our own way, we're all magicians. Like, but she, she noticed that. She was wondering, you know what I'm saying, are you a magician? Just by, I'm just thinking about the black water, the meta magician. But, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, we're all magicians in our own way. When we put the correct intent to it and, we're moving in that, that pattern to where our mind is always on, I'm working magic, then, yeah, we're magicians, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, all magic is, is going to work. That's what, if, you, if you're studying, if you're studying uh, how to utilize your, your inner powers, then one of the most basic of all magical laws is that all magic works, you know what I'm saying? So it, it always works, even when it seemed like it ain't working, you know what I'm saying? It was magical that that tree limb fell and, and bust my head up. That was magic, you know what I'm saying? But it seemed like, oh, God, I got a concussion. Somewhere in between that interaction between that limb and going home, something good is going to come out of that that was magical to a point to where all magic works. And, and that everything that is magic is good. You know what I'm saying? Can't look at it like it's, it's one way or the other. Like dark, good, bad. It's all good. It's all purposefully organized in the pattern of intelligence, basically. You know what I'm saying? But um, give thanks, you know, to for that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I, we do work magic all day long, especially when you de- when you're dealing with your inner self and with your energy, your inner me, your, you know, you, you've conquered the enemies within, and that the magical process on the external is going to be even more prominent, and you will see those uh, beneficial effects in the creation process and manifestation. Hold on, let me let this magical cat out there. Yeah, yeah told me, get a cat. Oh, <laughs> bring a cat over here. You remember I had a uh, mice infestation? Get a cat. That I don't see mice no more. I don't even know how to, what is a mouse? <laughs> I, don't, I, I think there's something you plug up to a computer. So I, don't, I don't know about this poor nigga. No backbone to him. But, um, you know, yeah, the cat thing. But peppermint worked too, but for a little, only for a short period of time. That that cat, keep him out, keep him at bay. They won't even show face. That's pretty, so I get thanks. So the nice topic 
it's going to be, it's on spring cleaning. And with that's with intent. You know, we know that intent basically means it's the will to do something. You know what I'm saying? So put that, confuse that intent, the will, with the actualization of the intelligence or mind, the heart. And then we go and we actualize that, that whatever it is that we're trying, to, that we're doing, not trying. You know, we, we, we got to watch what we say sometimes, you know, because words are very powerful. I can try to do something all day long, but not really accomplish it. So what we are doing is accomplishing in this walk, in this journey. So today's topic is bring things with intent. It is going to be, like I mentioned in the catch note summary, it's basically going to be some uh, tips and tricks on, on different aspects of uh, Ray K. We're going, to, I'm, we're going to go through the whole Ray K. We're going to do some, do some Ray K healing tonight. Over the airways, distance healing. We're also going to, I'm going to, because uh, what Dr. Eileen was speaking on in uh, last night's class was Ray K, you know what I'm saying, and uh, the Ray K symbols and everything. But one thing that's for sure about any type of self healing modality or healing others, we have to, we need to have uh, the energy. We need to have that, that, uh, the correct amount of vitality within ourselves in order to heal ourselves or heal others. So we're going to go over one of the cultivating, well, you know, obtain, retain, and cultivate that energy, the chi, chi, rock, kundalini, whatnot. We're going to we're going to go over some of the past meditations that we've done before and uh, get those in. Tonight might be a longer blog than normal, probably the full. And plus, I, I ran late to getting in. Like I said, delay. Delay does not mean denied. Hopefully, we can still get it all in. I ain't even going to press and enforce it, though. Because, you know, it's always ten over force. That's one of the ten essential um, statements within Tai Chi. That's why I say it a lot. You know, I, I'm passionate about my Tai Chi twang. It's just something beautiful that uh, I that when I learned it, it uh, developed me different modalities of, of thinking as well as of being. But one thing that I've learned within Tashi is relaxation, and that relaxation brings about uh, a stillness of the mind or stillness of the monkey brain, basically the emotions, but what happens there is we stay in the moment. I think my teacher, people, my people that speak or spoke to us is to, to stay. He's like a Buddhist monk, so he, they they say they speak on this a lot. But staying in the moment is very important in life because when we deviate from here to then or what was, then we go back into that that memory element, and uh, those memories might not be um, a positive threshold that we need to crawl at all times in our walk, you know what I'm saying? Because that can be that, that tree limb, you know what I'm saying? It has its purpose, but we shouldn't dwell on, on that. So staying in the moment is very valuable. It's been a very valuable key in uh, one of, as far as uh, one of the uh, aspects of my uh, thought training as, as we go on this roller coaster. So, yeah. 
stay in the moment is very positive and powerful. And like I was saying, with what Dr. Aline was speaking on with the red cake, one of the more, most important things is building up that vitality. So we're going to go over um, a couple of meditations. One of them, we've done it a few times, the Wahe Naguru meditation. I still haven't posted this on YouTube. This is a very powerful meditation. It brings in, it is called the bellows breath, you know, so it's deep breathing with a pumping action. So you're going to stimulate that, those uh, cerebral spinal fluid that's located in the sacral region, region, very, very, um, not forcefully like that, but it's going to stimulate it to a point to where you're going to feel the energy going up the spine. And that's when that shakti shake or that the shakti energy is going to cause the body to start shaking. And when it actually actually goes and places itself back into the pomegranate and meets Shiva through the sushamana, you know, because we got the Eden Vagalo, the two sacral nerves that are connected right there, the sacral region. When those two nerves are are enhanced and stimulated, and they start producing or they unleash the, the um hormones that are located there, they're not producing it, so to speak, per se, but when it when it stimulates it and brings back up the spinal, the crucial on that, that avenue, that channel, and then it reaches back to um, its place in heaven, or Shiva, Asir, it wakes up, Asir, gives it that spark, you're going to feel that lightning bolt go through, you know what I'm saying, you're going to feel that, that mercury like Dr. Aline was talking about, go and enhance the pineal in that region. And that the Jesus in the manger, wrapped in all those swaddling clothes, you know, the pineal gland is going to start popping and juice. You know what I mean? It, it's already happened. It was a very beautiful question that the young goddess asked earlier. She uh, said, uh, this is one of my, my goddaughters. She said, uh, how do I be captured by my pineal gland? And I looked at her side like, hmm. Now, you know, I, I just was honest with it. I was like, first of all, you know, being melanated, you have a lesser chance of, of having a calcified pomegranate for, for one. But to be honest, to be truthful with the whole situation, it's by you asking, how do I decalcify my pomegranate? It don't resonate to me in your aura that, that's what I thought I said, it doesn't resonate to me in your aura that your pomegranate is calcified. I feel that if you're asking questions that's generated around an open mind, that means you have an open pomegranate and it's rotating at 360. You know what I'm saying? So you're picking up lightning and, um, and sound stimulus very um, accurately. So I'm, I just let her know I don't think her pomegranate is calcified. I, I, I just think I know it's not. You know, she's a rainbow child and uh, they, they're like, we talked about they're going through a transition. So you know, questions are going to come through when she's meditating and things like that, too, so that the intelligence, the information is starting to come through, you know what I'm saying? So it might come in as a, a question that has already been answered through the ancestors or through the angstor or what we call intelligence, you know, inside uh, the information or the intelligence speaks to the pomegranate by way of the genetics, you know, through the, into the genetics, that light is going into the information is going into the genes. So she was getting the answers through the ancestors, through the intelligence, through that cellular cosmic 
on galactic information that's going down through what we would call the sun or whatever, or, you know what I mean, that light that's up there, that the light the information. So that information is coming through, and, it, you know, that's breathing through the photonic light or that photon, pataon, you know what I'm saying? So pataon being um, uh, put heaven, uh, ta earth, and, and uh, hey, infinite. So it's the infinite um, and on light. So it's the infinite light from uh, heaven to earth. So that photon is the infinite intelligence, um, you know, the hidden light of the, the intelligence is coming through. We call it melanin in this day and time. But it's that hidden light, the hidden light that's seen yet unseen, you know what I'm saying? So it's both sides of the yin and yang, if you will, Shakti, the Shiva. Yet that Mercury, you know, that white light, that lightning bolt, is also equated to Tahuti, you know, Tahuti, Mercury, and uh, the Roman pantheon, and Hermes, and uh, Greek and whatnot, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Mercury is equated to that, that light energy group. Also, Tahuti or Hermes is also equated to wisdom. And how does one gain wisdom? Through observation or through the experience. So we get the information, the light, and then we go out, we actualize that light or that information through application, through a series of processes that will create different modalities that cause those functions of those higher sense perceptions to come online. You know what I'm saying? Another thing she had, she had asked me is, uh, she, well, she was not asking questions. She was just giving me some, to let me know what's going on. She's like, I, I'm trying to meditate more, but it's hard to do it, you know, every day. And I know what she's talking about. If you're going through this transition, you know what I'm talking about, too, because the first thing that happens is called resistance. So we get to a level to where we are getting, you know, used to a comfortable, we get through the transition, but then that resistance comes. And it might come first thing in the morning where, you know, I want to meditate or I want to do cheap things or I want to, you know, eat this, or drink this water or, or eat this watermelon or, or whatever, but I'd rather eat, I'd rather eat, you know, what a uh, hamburger first thing in the morning, you know, if I eat hamburger or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or I'd rather just stay in the bed versus go ahead and get up at 5 o'clock and meditate and do the Qigong and Tai Chi. Because I've been there. This morning I got up at 5.11, went to the bathroom, contemplated on staying up, and went back to bed to 8. You know what I'm saying? On the norm, you know, it's 5, 6 o'clock, let's get it in. I, I, but that's that resistance. I still got up and I got it in because, you know, on my, I have certain days of the week that I do work out. I call it a hard day workout and whatnot. So, Tuesday is one of those days. Mars Day is one of those days. Tuesday, whatever, Mardi Gras. So, uh, got it in. But, yeah, that resistance comes. And when we develop a, a discipline to where we can just get up and get it, to do it, even when it, we'll see that just by doing it, you know what I mean? Even when I said I wasn't going to do it and I didn't do it, instead, talking about beautiful and powerful, yeah. That's more power right there. There's another person asked me, you know, I want to develop my uh, energy or my, you know, I want to be on a high vibration. 
So, like I was told, and this is the old uh, Shaolin people, more power, then you need more chi. And the way to get more chi is to practice more. That said, let's enhance some of this, let's enhance this vitality, this chi, kundalini, you know, through practical exercises, through application. So the Wahe Naguru meditation, I'm just going to talk through it. We're going to go through it as well. I'm going to talk through it, and we're going to actually do this. This is going. This is good for morning time or you know dawn. Uh, it's not recommended to do at night because you will have a lot of energy in your sleep state. You might not get a good night's sleep. Like talk about throughout the day. First thing in the morning is good. Middle of the day is okay too. But if you want to do a meditation before bed, this wouldn't be the one that's recommended because that deep breathing process gives you a lot of vitality and it stimulates those all those hormones that we need throughout the day as well as the melatonin because the deep breathing. But serotonin is definitely going to be processed through that deep breathing because it's in the it's down there in the gut as well, you know what I'm saying, in the sacral region, the solar plexus region. So um, the the um, Wahe, well, Wajite Nakharu, the Emerald Infinite Intelligence of the Celestial Order. Okay, that's the Emerald Infinite Intelligence of the Celestial Order. Wajit, the Emerald, Infinite is He, Nag is Intelligence, or Waj, Haru is Celestial Order. That's another um, definitive in Metonetra of Haru, H-R-U, Haru. You know what I'm saying? All right, so the Emerald Infinite Intelligence of the Celestial Order. First, we begin by closing off the right nostril with the right thumb. Close off the right nostril with the right thumb. Then we put, while we hold the right index finger, is pressed into the first eye region, right between the eyebrows. So that's the index finger right there. Then we initiate the chin lock. So we get the chin lock going. So we bring the head down just a touch. Keep the shoulders relaxed and bring the head down just a touch to where we have a, we have we don't press the chin up against the chest, you know what I'm saying? It's just enough to where the open it opens up the channel behind the neck. Right there is the um what they call the atlas, the seventh where the first um cervical vertebrae at the top that's connected to the pond is going into the medulla oblongata. So we have that access of energy coming directly from the um, the um, bindu spot that's, that's uh, located at the back of the head where the soft spot was. Still there. And when we when the pineal gland is opened up again, or when the pineal gland is not calcified, that spot right there will be softening because you know it's, it's uh, yeah it, you get back online. Once you're back online, you you'll feel that soft spot. You be like, wow, what happened? Because that energy is coming back through there uh, more abruptly. Part itself one. Now, I'm not going to answer any more calls tonight. Forgive yourself. Part itself. All right. Um, all right. So we're right here. Again, my clothes off right nostril with right thumb. Put the, put the right index right there located at the first eye region. Then initiate the chin lock. Don't really press it down too hard, but initiate the chin lock. You can go back and look up some of this information. 
um, about 10 lots, the sacral lot and the uh, perineum um, lot, or the root lot. All right, so go, we got the chin lock going on. We're going to hold the chin lock throughout the whole inner sides. All right, so now we breathe in through the left nostril, then clear it out or blow out the left nostril. Breathe in, blow out any excesses in there. And we do that for the same thing for the right nostril. So we just breathe in through the right nostril, take the thumb, the right thumb off the right nostril, and breathe in, and blow out any excesses in there. You know what I'm saying? There's also this exercise, this exercise also um, brings about a balance of left and right brain activity because we're going to be doing um, alternate nostril breathing as well, as bellows breathing, and other different types of, it's, it's a mixture. It's a, it came down from the ancestors. This was put together um, through different information, and, and then, you know, it's, now it is what it is, all right? So now we blow out both, then we breathe in, we go back and we hold down the right nostril with the right thumb, and we breathe in through the left nostril while the index finger is still located at the first side reach. Now we breathe in through the left nostril for seven counts, seven seconds. Allow the breath to fill up 75% of the lungs. Don't fill up, fill up the whole entirety of the lungs. Don't fill up the entirety of the lungs. So just 75%. But that's utilizing a lot of the lungs, more than the average. So just a deep, conscious breathing. So breathe in seven seconds, 75%. Initiate the root lock. All right, so we bring up the perineum just to touch. Don't force it, but we bring up the perineum to close off the, uh, so the energy won't seep out perineum manager or in the root area. And, and don't forget the oxen, uh lock as well. That's the tongue behind the teeth at the root of the mouth so the energy won't seep out at the top of the head. So we'll be able to really effectively access those energies within the body and build them as we cultivate it. And so now breathe in. Then we close off the left nostril with the uh, left middle finger. Then this is where the pumping comes in, the pumping aspect of the of the meditation. So after we breathe in, we hold it. We got the seven seconds in. Now we pump for. Uh, it's up to you how you feel, but what you do is you go to recite Wajit Hey Nakuru while pumping. So Wajit Hey Nakuru, 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 Wajit Hey Nakuru. So each pump be one, two, three, four. Wajit K will equate to a, a syllable. Wajikakuru. All right, then after that, after you've done that for the amount of times that you can withstand and it's comfortable enough for you, then you open up the right nostril, release the thumb, and you will release the oxygen out of that um, that lung. So you breathe out and allow the, spine, allow the stomach to go as close to the spine as possible for seven seconds. Then breathe in through the right nostril for seven seconds, filling up the lungs with 75% of its capacity. And then you close off the right nostril with the right thumb and to commence to the watch it, hey, Naguru, once again. So watch it, hey, Naguru, watch it, hey, Naguru, for each part, watch it, hey, Naguru, watch it, hey. 
stop. Do it as many times as you feel comfortable. Don't pass out. <laughs> so do it. Do it to where you are, uh, where you are at. If you can only do seven, do seven. If you can do fourteen, do fourteen. If you can do forty-nine, do forty-nine. That's up to the person. But then now open up the left nostril. Take the um, middle finger off the left nostril and exhale out that nostril, out that lung for seven seconds. Now we go to. Now we close. We breathe in once again. We inhaling. As I like to say, versus inhale, we inhaling through the left nostril once again. Seven seconds. It close off the left nostril, and we go back to the Wajitke Dakaru. Wajitke Dakaru with the pumping action. Wajitke Dakaru. Wajitke Dakaru. Wajitke Dakaru. Do that. You can do it nine, fifteen, eighteen reps. It's really up to the person, to the individual, to do itself. Now we go back to the right nostril, release the thumb on the right nostril, and we exhale out for seven seconds, allowing the stomach to go as close to the spine as possible. And we will continue doing this for as many rounds as you feel comfortable again. It's up to you. You know, if you can do four, in the morning I normally do about seven, and I, I do that because I'm doing other meditations as well as this. So if I'm in there on, on especially on certain days of the week, I might not I might not necessarily do this every day, but if I do this uh, meditation and I also do another meditation as well, I do a round of seven, and then I go into another, the other meditations. So I pre I previously done the other meditations, then I let it land up to this one. Then I do something else to bring the, the energy into a more cultivating aspect, like the microcosmic orbit or the macrocosmic orbit, depending on that day. So, um, so after that, you know what I'm saying, after you do, we've done that for the amount of rounds that we can, that we feel comfortable with, then we release the hands from the, um, from the nose and we come down to what I, what is called the holding the mind mudra, where you will grasp the right thumb with your left hand. So you grasp the right thumb and put it inside of the right hand with your left thumb and, and place it in the lap, all right? And that, that's like the, going to stimulate the spiral effect, and also your thumb has a point that's going to stimulate the pommel gland. Could if I get out of the bathroom? Forget yourself. Um, just keep the cats in the bathroom. All right, so now um, we go into the um, – the last part or the finale, the finale of the meditation where we'll breathe in through both nostrils and then allow the energy to come up the spine, imagining the color red going up the spine to the pineal gland through the microcosmic orbit. That's the going up the spine. That's the, um, the governing um, governing vessel. And it comes up to the spine to the pineal gland area, then breathe out as it reaches the pineal gland, imagine the color red, then breathe out as it reaches the nose, going back down to the um, lower dantiana, to the sacral region. And as you complete that circle, breathe in again through the mouth twice. So first it's through the nose once, seven seconds. That's the alkalizing breath. Then allow it to move directly to the pineal gland, imagining the color red, then sip two times through the mouth. That's the acidifying. That's the acidifying breath. And then with smiling energy and loving intent, 
move the breath with the color red attached to it down to the lower dachyon from the pineal gland. Smile all the way down the front or the governing vessel, down into, I mean the conception vessel in the front, down into the sacral region, and where the hands are resting with the, the holding the mind mudra, and then breathe in again, the two sits. Allowed to go back up the spine. Two sips, those are the that is the um acidifying breath again. So we breathe in, color black is attached. Going up the palm to the pineal gland again, but then to the bindu spot that's located in the back of the head, the soft spot, and allow the energy with the color black affixed to it to ascend upward and out, almost in the shape of a V, you know what I'm saying, coming out of the the soft spot region located behind the head with, you know, the bendy spot. And hold this for 81 counts. That's 81 heartbeats. So it would be one, two, three, four, five, not necessarily one, two, three, but one, two, three, four. So breathe in through the nose. Go up the spine. Color red affixed to it. Pineal gland. As it goes down, smile into, back into the sacral region. Generate the intent of love. Breathe in again through the mouth. Going back up the spine, the color black affixed to it, to the pineal gland, then out the bendu spot located at the black, back of the head where the soft spot is. And then imagine or know that the, the energy is going from that area in the shape of a V and hold for 81 seconds. One, two, three, four, five. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 9, 80, 81. Exhale out the mouth with high, imagining or knowing and seeing the color green go through every cell and every part of your body, mind, soul, spirit, cleansing and detoxing yourself from, in, from the internal point of view. So imagine color green going throughout the entirety of your being and breathe out ha. Knowing knowing that healing is taking place and knowing that everything in your cellular structure is being regenerated. So and allow the spine allow the stomach to go as close to the spine as possible on the exhalation. And remember to have the loving heart intent generated from the heart chakra or the heart region going come as you release that sound high and color green connected to it. I'm talking through it, so therefore it's kind of, you know, it might be a little complicated and plus the counts. Normally I don't I don't count out loud like that. I when I do this meditation, I count internally. You know what I'm saying? I do the sound and all that, and the wahid, neither who I might say um, externally as well. Sometimes I may do it internally or so, vocally. It's, it, that's up to you. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's powerful both ways, but sometimes saying it outwardly is more effective. You know what I mean? You're actually putting that sound out into the universe, it's also, but it's also hitting your, your um, cellular or genetics um, on part of your being as well. All right, so that's the Wahed Nakharu meditation there, the Emerald Infinite Intelligence of the Celestial Order. So, you know, 
go back over it if you listen to this again. And you, I'm, I'm going to put it on YouTube where you can see it. But if you're sitting in uh, half lotus, lotus Indian, or even sitting in a chair, basically just be relaxed, you know, and then on the inhalations or in heavens, just take your time with those seven seconds, stay relaxed in the shoulders, keep a correct posture, allow the energy to, uh, when you feel it, you will notice the exchange. You will sense it in your um, from the atomic, molecular, cellular point of view, and that will also generate into the whole physical body from the you know tendons, muscles, the ligaments, bones, skin, all the hair will be tingling. But then as you walk in with it in life, you will see that magnetic infinite connection that's going to occur due to this. This is, this is a very, like I said, this is a very powerful meditation. I've, I've put it out there a few times, you know, and I've been doing it for almost a year now, if not a year or more. Yeah, it's been about a year, and um, it works. You know, like I said, one thing one thing about magic, one of the main precepts of magic is that all magic works. You know what I'm saying? All magic is good, and meditation is magical. If you're thinking about magic like it's some spooky stuff, Magic is not spooky. Magic can be described as a, a body, a technique used to constantly alter one's perception of identity. So it's basically like you can change your name from one thing to another and change the way you think about yourself completely. That's like a hip-hop, you know, most people that's in hip-hop ain't just going to jump up and be like, this is my name and it's the government. They changed their name because they want to change the sense of perception of who they were before they got into this uh, entertainment business or whatever. You know, even movie stars change their name because they don't want to be the same old person, you know, so they have a, a name that's more prolific for one and it's going to stand out, you know what I'm saying, to people, you know. So that that's a changing of perception through, through titles, through words and symbols, you know what I mean? But all magic is good magic, you know what I mean? And also magic is the art of making action that uh, in the reality or making changes in reality by our will and our imagination. So when we are willing something and utilizing our imagination, remember imagination is I magical nation. So that's nation means uh, collective. So when the imagination, the magical collective of, of uh, individual dual selves are doing things in a collective manner, then the more magical is going to be on the external. Uh, that that brings me uh, that brings the light of something that happened yesterday. Someone called me and asked me about uh, the game that was on yesterday. You know, and I'm like, what game? They said the championship game. And I was like, oh yeah, who who playing uh, what, um, the Heat? You know, think they talking about NBA or something? I'm like, it's already NBA championship. They were talking about the you know March Madness and all that. I I don't have a TV or nine plugged in like that, so I didn't know that it was even basketball season, let, let alone, you know, a, a championship game. But get things, you know what I'm saying? But so that attention that I could have been focusing on this basketball game, um, you know, pretty much pointed in another direction, you know. So what's the point? The point is when we focus on the internal or the inner me or the inner work, we're doing the inner work, 
versus we're focusing on something that's taking place externally, then we might dislocate the actualization of what we would call destiny or what our pattern of existence or our, our reason for being is. So that's why they have a lot of things that distract us from our natural movement, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, the NCAA championship that was yesterday. You know what I'm saying? I should have known because I lived in North Carolina and North Carolina was playing. I had no idea that it was even a game on yesterday, which I get thanks. And I, I didn't need to be plugged into that because otherwise, you know, things that are operating in my life in general, speaking um, in, in my life right now, um, may not have been taking place in that, in the right accordance or in accordance to the plan. And, you know, saying perfect planning prevents poor performance. So if I'm planning something, I don't need too many distractions inside of that plan. Or if the plan is already planned out, can be distracted to getting through that door when we know what's over on the other side of it because looking at the doorknob too hard. Like it's heavy or something, can't twist it or something. I don't know. Might have arthritis or uh, some type of I don't know. I'm just saying. When we're getting all these other things just accumulated in the physical reality that distract us from our mission or our goals that we have, then um, we we see that, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's what's up, basketball game. So let's be attentive of self, you know, first and foremost, first the self, then the source. So the more we are focused on who we are internally, then the closer we will come to actualizing and completing and accomplishing versus trying and, and attempting. All right, so that was the watch his head not the rule. And now after stimulating the energy, first of all, before we do that, I also mentioned that I would go over the I am affirmations. I'm just going to go through them. The I am affirmations is a meditation as well that that came down the pipe a couple of years ago, and um, it was it's based on um, the weighing of the heart ceremony or the um, the I have nots and I have affirmations that one would say in the morning and at night. I flipped it and turned it into the I am affirmations and the dual or the praise affirmation, the give thanks affirmation. So the I am's is in the morning and the praise affirmations are at night. So how they would go is I am would be a nuke, you know what I'm saying, I am, and then the statement. And then at night it will be dual or praise or thanks, dual, D-U-A, dua, and the affirmation. So I'm going to go over the new poos. And then you can just fuse in the do's or the the praises um, on your own, as uh, if you if you do uh, just ex- this exercise or you apply this, you know, what I'm saying in your day to day. It does something. I'm, I don't do these things just because I, I if it don't work, or pra- if it ain't pragmatic as they say, then I, I utilize what's in there that does work. So. I did. I have modified it over time because some of it wasn't working right. Because at first I was doing the, the um, I have not and I have, you know, the way of the hearts are going. But we did that already. So, you know, bridge the old with the new and then we're getting the, the now moment. 
You know what I'm saying? And then that's what it do. So the nuke or I am affirmation start out with, and I'll give you the definitive of each um, each word as well. What is going on? All right. So all right. So nuke meaning I am, and then we go into the uh, statement. The affirmation. So a nuke, you sick, nimit. That means I am the car driver. Now some of these might seem like negative statements. Don't look at it like that though. So you do the math on it and you figure it out. I'm not going to break. I, I'm not going to break due to the time constraints. I'm not going to break down each one in that manner. I'm just going to give the I am and then the metaneta as far as the statement and then the English derivation. All right, so it took, it took me a couple of months to get this together. I did this a couple of years ago, but it took a while to really uh, research and, and bring all these together like this. So I give thanks, you know. And then, like I said, it worked. All right, so Anuk Yusik Nimesh. That's U-S-E-K-H hyphenated N-E-M-M-T. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, something, something. It's all good, though. All right, good thing. Okay. I um. So that was um. You six Nimiet. So we go to to a nuke Hepcat. That's the fire embracer. I am the fire embracer. Hepcat is H E P T hyphenated K H E T. All right. Three is a nuke Fente. That I am nosy. All right, so that's S E N T I. And it's good to be nosy. That means, you know, you, you observing and asking questions. You know what I'm saying? So if you, like my sister asked me earlier, like I mentioned, you know, she's talking about how, how do I raise my vibration and how do I, you know, decalcify my polygon. I'm like, what? Your polygon is already decalcified. You're asking questions. You know what I'm saying? So, be nosy as possible. Dip into certain things and figure this stuff out. You know what I'm saying? Do due diligence, do your research, and come out with some, some direct information that's piped down straight from your connection, your ethereal core, your ethereal, you know, that silver core, that mercury, you know what I mean, that wisdom, your applications. All right, so um, that's Anuk Fente, F-E-N-T-I. Anuk Am Kibet. That's A-M hyphenated K-H-A-I-B-I-T. A nuke. A-N-U-K is a nuke. A nuke am kabet. I am the eater of, I am the eater of, uh, uh-oh, oh, of shades. Yeah, I had it wrote on the other side of the paper. I am the eater of shades. All right, the next one is a nuke naha-er. N-E-H-A hyphenated H-E-R. I am to advance on high. All right, Anuk Ruruke. That's R-U-R-U-T-I. I am the double lion. That's the two lions. The Aret. The, um, I mean, the Aku. It sits on both sides of the sun, the rising of the sun. So Anuk 
Rute, Anuk Ruruti. All right, so Anuk Afi Mket. That's the Nuk. A N U K Afi Mket. A R F I hyphenated E M hyphenated K H E T. I am the bundle of fire. Anuk Neba. That's Anuk, then N E B A. I am the Lord. All right, so this is what you're telling your DNA right here. This is what you're telling your gene, right? So these are the I am affirmations. So as you breathe in, each one, you breathe in for a count of three or four count of six on each. So you breathe in, and as you say it, then you breathe out. Okay? So you hold it, and you say it for however amount of seconds that is. You breathe in for six, hold it for an amount of time. That you and always in, the implication is and the intent is always go to the heart region with each affirmation. Bring it in from up above, go to the heart region, then exhale out. You know what I'm saying? And let the energy go and stimulate throughout the whole cellular structure, your whole anatomical and physiological structure. All right, so that was Anuk Neba. All right, Anuk Set Kasu. That's Anuk Set Kasu. A N U K S E T hyphenated Q-E-S-U. That's I am the bone breaker. That's right, the bone breaker. Mm-hmm. So the next one is Anuk Yutu Neseret. That's Anuk U-T-U hyphenated N-E-S-E-R-T. That means I am the green of flame. All right? Anuk Karati. So that's Anuk Q-E-R-R-T-I. That means I am the double caverns. I am the two caves, all right, the two sides of the brain. And then we have Anuk Ha'afah. That's Anuk Ha'afah. So H-E-R hyphenated F, hyphenated H-A, hyphenated F. And that means I am he whose face is behind him. So you're seeing in all directions. All right, it's an open pile of gland right there. You're seeing everything. All right, so uh, the next one is Anuk Basti. That's Basti, B-A-S-T-I. That means I am the wanderer. Then we have Anuk Ta Ritiu. So that's Anuk, A-N-U-K, Ta Ritiu, T-A hyphenated R-E-T-I-U. That means I am the fire of the two doors. Once again, the fire of the two doors. That's the kind of lean energy rising back to the left and right brain. All right. Um, so Eden Pagala going up Sushamana, activating the Sasaharara or the thousand loaded petal pomegranate. All right. And that's that black. You're imagining the black coming out the um, Bindu spot right there, the soft spot behind the head. That's that thousand loaded petal. All right. So, um, the next one will be Anuk Unim Senef. So we have Anuk, then Unim Senef, U-N-E-M-S-N-E-F. That's hyphenated. That's U-N-E-M hyphenated S-N-E-F. That means I am the blood eater. Okay? Next one is Anuk Unim Besek. That's Anuk Unim Besek, U-N-E-M hyphenated B-E-S-E-K. 
That means I am the eater of entrails. So you're eating the lower self. You're conquering the lower self, all right? Don't get it twisted. I know I know it sounds somewhat strange, some of the um, definitives on this, but it's all good. It's all good, all right? So the next one is Anuk Neb Ma'at. So that's Anuk Neb Ma'at, N-E-B hyphenated, M-A-A-T. And that means I am the Lord of truth or the Lord of balance, the Lord of order, the Lord of um, love, you know what I'm saying, anything that attributes to my eye. All right. The next one is Anuk Tenemiu. So that's Anuk, T-E-N-E-M-I-U. That means I am the two worms. That again is the sacral region, the item for Gala, those two uh, serpent-like energies that are going up the spine, you know, the staff of Tahuti or the medicinal medicinal side. Alright, Anuk Sertiu. That is Anuk Sertiu. A-N-U-K Anuk Sertiu. S-E-R-T-I-U. I am the two nostrils, the two noses, two uh, opening avenues that the what we call the olfactory nerves that are connected to the vagus nerve to bring about that stimulation and meditation. Again, the the olfactory and the vagus nerve work together to bring about a pulling down of the heart or the, the muscle around the heart called the procardium. And when we bring down that muscle in the heart into the diaphragmic region, it also infuses the body with an abundant amount of blood. And, you know, within the blood is um, the nutrients or the, the vitamins and minerals required to get into the cells. So when we breathe in, we're actually stimulating that process. So I am the two nostrils. All right. So the next one is a nuke tutu. So that's a nuke and then T-U-T-U. That means I am the two mountains. All right. You know, the two mountains and two brains, two sides of the brain. Again, next one is a nuke uamati. So I am uh, the path of the underworld. But uamati is U-A-M-E-N. T-I, Anuk Uamnity, Uamnity, U-A-M-E-N-T-I, the path to the world, underworld. I am the path to the underworld. That's the path to the subconscious, again, to the DNA, to the genes. The next one is Anuk Ma Antuk. That's Anuk, A-N-U-K, Ma Antuk, M-A-A hyphenated, A-N-T-U-F. And that means I am he who sees who he brings, all right? So you're seeing who you bring in. You, you have foresight, clairvoyance, all right, and intuition. The next one, Anuk Hadru. So that's Anuk Hadru, A-T-R hyphenated U-R-U. That means I am he who is over the older one, okay? Now we go into the uh, 24th one. That is... Um, Anuk Kimiyu. Anuk Kimiyu. So Kimiyu is K H E M I U. I am He of Darkness. So you are the one of darkness. The next one we have is Anuk Sitkuru. Anuk Sitkuru. So that's Anuk S H E T hyphenated K H E R U. That means I am the secret mystery of the voice, all right? Karu means voice, and, of course, shots or shits mean 
secret or mystery, darkness as well, but Anuk, I am the secret mystery of the voice. I, then we have Anuk Nekhinu. That's Anuk Nekhinu. So Nekhinu is N-E-K-H-E-N-U. I am the bringer of his offerings. Tenimity, and the offerings are related to Hatep. So peace, inner peace. The offering is inner peace or inner happiness. And that's how we bring about a balancing of the uh, the emotions or the um, monkey brain or the, the heart, the heart mind. All right, so the next one is um, Anuk Tenimity. So that's Anuk, A-N-U-K, Tenimity, K-E-N-E-M-T-I. That means I am the two nurses. That would be Washet and Nekabat, or Aset and Heteru, but also the Eden Bengala, those two energies located on the, in the sacral region going up and bridging the left and right brain, fusing those back together, those wings, those healing wings as well. All right, and then we have um, Anuk Anhetepes. So that's Anuk Anhetepes, A-N hyphenated, H-E-T-E-P hyphenated F. That means I am the bringer of his father. All right. Then the next one is Anuk Sarakaru. That's Anuk Sarakaru. Anuk, then S-E-R-A hyphenated K-H-E-R-U. That means I am the voice of the everlasting prince. All right. Sarah means everlasting prince and Karu means voice. Like Mahakaru. Mahakaru means speaking truth. Uh, Anuk Nepharu. Um, Anuk Nepharu. That's um, uh, N E B hyphenated H E R U. And that means I am the Lord of Light. The next one after this is Anuk Sekeriu. Anuk Sekeriu. So Anuk Sekeriu is Anuk A N U K. Sekeriu is S E K H R I U. That means I am the celestial existence. All right, then Anuk Nef Abu'a. So Anuk Nef Abu'a is Anuk, then Nef Abu'a, N-E-B-A-B-U-A. That means I am the Lord of hearts. The next one is Anuk Nefertim. Nefertim. Nefertim is N-E-F-E-R-T-E-M. Those are two separate words, Nefer and Tim, all right? And that means I am the beautiful and complete, all right? And that's, that's who you are. You are the beautiful and complete, all right? So the next one would be Anuk Tim Sepu. So that's Anuk Tim Sepu, Anuk, A-N-U-K, Tim Sepu, P-E-M-S-E-P-U. That means I am the complete crown. Sepu means crown. So I am the complete crown, the completed crown, the completed king or queen. So, you know what I'm saying, bringing it up, letting that thousand lotus petal form, and that's, you know what I mean, that's the completion. That's the, you're getting through the process, and then you see the functions of that process, you know what I'm saying. You'll see the map, you know, if you participate in this inner side, you'll see the map as it comes into your light, and into your light, all right. Um, the next one is Anuk. Ari M Ap S. So Anuk Ari M at this. Let me slow down. Anuk Ari M at S. A R 
hyphenated E-M, hyphenated A-B, hyphenated F, Ari M Abes. Anuk Ari M Abes. That means I am the creator within my heart. All right? So you are the creator within your heart. You're the first cell. You are Ka'el. Ka, spirit, El, God. So you are the spirit of God. All right? Um, Anuk Ari. I mean, Anuk Ani. Oh, no, no, no. That's Anuk Ahi. All right, so that's A-H-I, Anuk, A-N-U-K-A-H-I. That, is, that means I am the two cords. And, again, the two cords are the two energies following up the spine, two set words. There's a lot of different networks of nerves and whatnot that are going through the spine. That's the baggage nerves, the wandering nerves, and it goes around and up and is connected to the olfactory and is also connected to the medulla oblongata, and then there, you know, everything's going to connect. No disconnects, you know, basically, as far as uh, the energy is concerned and life is concerned. So that one is a nuke ahi, the two chords. I am the two chords. C O R D S chords. All right. And this one is a nuke washet rikiet. All right. So that's a nuke washet rikiet. So we have a nuke, then washet rikiet. U A T C H hyphenated R E K H I T. And that means I am the commander of mankind. So that means that kind of man is not the commander of you. You're commanding mankind. We are creating this reality. We are the one manipulating the energies outside of ourselves. So you are the commander of mankind. You created that. All right? And this is powerful because now you see, and then the next one goes into that. So Anuk Nehabka. Nahabka, that's a nuke, then Nahabka, N-E-H-E-B, hyphenated K-I. That means I am the bestower of powers. So you give them the power. You are the bestower. You are the one that's holding the powers, and you're the one that's giving the powers. All right? So I am the bestower of powers. After this one is Anuk Neheb, Neferet. That's Anuk Neheb, Neferet. And that is Anuk. Then the heaven that read is N A, I mean N E H E B, hyphenated N E F E R T, and that means I am the bestower of good. Okay, all right. And then we go into forty. The forty is Anuk Chesitep, uh, Anuk Chesitep, written with T, but it's pronounced Ch. So that's Anuk A N U K Chesitep. T-C-H-E-S-E-R hyphenated T-E-P. The nuke chesetep. That means I am the Holy Chief or the Holy Lord. All right? I am the Holy Chief or the Holy Lord. You are the Holy Chief or Chieftain. Chieftain. All right? Or the Holy Lord or the Holy Lady. All right? Now, um, Anuk An'af. Anuk An'af. And that is um, Anuk, A-N hyphenated A-F. That means I am the bringer of his hand. All right, and you are him. You are her. You are the one that's bringing it. I am the bringer of his hand. Now the next one is Anuk Hep Abua. This is 42. This will be the last affirmation. You know, the 42, um, 
the 42 have-nots and haves. All right, so Anuk Hek Abu. That's Anuk, A-N-U-K, Hek Abu. So that's H, H, that's H-E-T-C-H, hyphenated, E-B-H-U. All right, so that means I am the white piece. Well, I am purity, basically the white piece. It's a sign of purification, and also it's a sign of happiness or inner happiness. All right? And those are the 42 I am affirmations and praise affirmations, or the 42 uh, Anuk or Nupu. You can say Nupu as well. Nupu means I am as well, or Anuk. All right? So it's, and then the door affirmations, you know, night is whole one. But those are the um, I am affirmations and dual affirmations. All right, so in the morning, you can do it any time of the day, though. Really, it's no, it's not instant stone. It's how you feel. If you want to do it while you're driving up the street, you know, whatnot, get it in, that's peace, too. You know what I'm saying? Do it how you feel. There's no regulation. There's no certain way. There's no law. You know what I'm saying? Man is uh, so caught up on certain things that get us so caught up on how I'm supposed to do certain things. I mean, if it's good to you, then keep it going. If it ain't right, don't make you feel right. It's causing chaos and destruction. You might not want to conclude on that, you know what I'm saying? So exclude from it. Those are the the, um, I am affirmations and the praise affirmations. All right. Um, we haven't went over those in a minute. Remember when we are doing that to always generate a loving intent from on high coming down into the heart region on your inhalations for each I am affirmation. So it'll be like breathe in, smile into the heart, a nuke your second image. And then on your exhalation, allow it to go through the body, then go to the next one. Breathe in for six seconds. A new hip catch. And then breathe out, you know what I'm saying? And um see what it do, you know, have fun with it. That's the first thing. You always have fun. All right. So that was um again Wakishinaguru as well as um the I am affirmations and praise affirmations. Okay. So now we're going to go into part itself. Um, and I'm not going to allow this phone to keep jumping like this. Just jumping, 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 jumping. Man, that was something, something, something. I don't know why they keep calling, calling, calling. Can't they see that I'm doing something? <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. So, so we're going to go into the Ray K healing. You know, it's a long distance healing. Let me get myself together. I'm calm down a little bit. Ray K is very powerful, and uh, I know this for a fact because I, I, I utilize it. You know, I'm doing Ray K I'm a master, so to speak. You know what I mean? So I perform it on myself as well as others, and um, I've seen um, people's um, ability to heal right there in front of my eyes, and they and they thinking of me. I'd be like, Nah, I ain't doing that. But you know, I, you know, I, the, the other day a young female. Had a, a knee issue, and um, it's the first time she had 
experienced Ray K. So we uh, went through the process and everything. And, um, you know, I told her, imagine the color green, feel through every cell as we had on each inhalation or in heaven each time she took a breath in. So she was doing that. She played basketball and everything, so she was having a little pain in one of her knees after the season was concluded, and it wasn't going nowhere. You know, it was like an ongoing issue. So we did the Ray K, get done. She said she opened her eyes and all she could see was green, so she, like, sort of, like, bent down, but she was still in the transfer and didn't know it. So all she seen was green, and then I, I left the room and came back about five minutes later, and she was, like, sitting there still in the same position, like, sitting in the chair somewhat and uh, somewhat leaning forward, but she had, like, dazed off and went out. Like, after and woke up, she was crying. I was like, what's going on? And, but, you know, Ray K can bring, well, not just Ray K, but just opening up those avenues of healing and um, just uh, being and, and noticing uh, that transition or noticing oneself and having that ability and that power and that of, of that generation of that energy going through and noting, and noting that that is part of you and has always been there, it, it gave her that emotional um, reaction to where she started crying. And that happens in Ray K sometimes. And she, she hasn't had an issue with her leg since that moment. And that was uh, two and a half, three weeks ago, something like that. You know, um, and I get thanks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, like I tell everyone, I'm like, I'm not doing healing. I'm I'm just a conduit of the energy. I'm just here to um, bring that energy from where it is to where it's going. You know, and that's the reason I do what I do throughout the day. I, I try to, I, no, I don't try. I, I pretty much, um, I'm working on it, but I'm mastering certain things within my walk in order to do these things, you know what I'm saying? First self being the source, you know what I'm saying? I did it on myself, and, you know, I'm, I'm walking around doing things at my age. A lot of, you know, people that I went to school with, young men, or, or you know what I'm saying, they be like, yeah, you know, it is what it is, though, and I get thanks because I could be sitting in bed right now asleep or drinking a 40 and throwing it off in the middle of the street. You know what I mean? But I get thanks, you know, because there's alternatives. There are choices we have to make, and it's the choice. Well, this is the path. It chose me in the, in the path that I chose as we correspond together. Peace, you know what I'm saying? That's in that hotel. All right, so uh, getting to the break cake. All right, so first and foremost, I not going to focus on a general area because this is long distance healing and we're just basically healing all aspects of being. That's a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual aspect, all angles of um, of our creation. All right, so a couple of deep breaths, you know, relax the mind, still the mind. Deep conscious breaths going deep into the lower abdomen. And remember, the healing is taking place. Always reflect on that throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? Because every step we take is the generation. So always regenerate that with intent, heart intent, and high vibration. I always go into Tokere first. So here... 
So KOA enhances the Reiki energy for physical healing. All right, so it's a that's a spotting type of uh, symbol. So on the inhalation, I'm just going to, what we're going to do is just imagine or see the holy man holding the staff, which is yourself, holding the staff like Moses. And two golden serpents going up the staff, meeting at the center, generating healing energy going out into the universe. So now, Choke Ray symbol, I'm going to form that in my mouth, on the roof of my mouth, on my tongue, chase it out. Take an inhalation, the inhale into the nostril. Imagine the color green coming from my small, the small spot, coming down into the body, to the heart region, and then being relocated in the hands. And transmitting that choking ray energy into the all from the hands. So we imagine that choking removal. Imagine it's okay, race symbol spiraling, color green into the heart from the Hindu spot. And on the exhalation, breathe out, okay, Ray. You can whisper it, or you can say it so vocally. I normally form I form um, like a pyramid or a triangle with my hands, and I blow it out in that manner. So. Choke it away. And know that the healing is taking place. In all angles, like now we're going to the Seheke. The Seheke, it relieves all past emotions and it uh, brings about purity and cleansing. The Seheke, anything that has been dwelling and bringing about dilemmas within the emotional reactive mind. This allows a healing to take place. It brings that healing. And also remember, a healing is taking place. So now we breathe in. We'll trace this symbol to move the mouth. You can locate the symbols. Oh, the symbols are on um, the last um, the last class um, on YouTube, Dr. Go to Dr. Ali's webpage and there's symbols up there. It's the Heke. So trace, I trace the symbols on the roof of my mouth. Breathe into the nose. Allow the energy to come down to the bendu spot. Smile into the heart. Breathe out. Color green. 
fiery green, like spring green, green cleaning green. Read it once again. The head kick. Once again, with the hands formed in the triangle. Breathing through the hands and out. The head kick. Now we go to the next affirmation. Reiki affirmation. Kensha. The symbol is, um, as Dr. Ali explains, is one of the more complicated symbols. It's very wise to retrace it over and over and do it, draw it out to, to get it to memory. So this is the Hansha Dishonin. This takes and brings the Reiki energy across space and time. You know what I'm saying? Between it's not existent, there's zero time in it. You know what I'm saying? So. This and along with the emotional healing will erase anything from past, future, and present. You know what I'm saying? As far as any type of health issue or any type of spiritual, emotional, mental, or physical. All right, so we breathe in. Draw the symbol to the root of the mouth. Breathe in through the nose. Imagine the color of green coming down from the bendu spot of the located in the heart. Breathe out. Hanso Once again, breathe in. Hanso Visonin. Once again, Han Sophie saw me. All right, now we go to the last symbol, Deke Mayo. Deke Mayo, this symbol is the symbol of enlightenment. Basically, it's uh, also the symbol of wisdom, it's the power symbol. So this enhances the Reiki as well, but it also brings about the enlightenment, the application of wisdom in this process of healing so that we can bring in that Buddha, you know what I'm saying, that enlightenment or that, that uh, pump of the power of the Reiki, the universal life for All right, so we bring in, we trace it at the root of the mouth, Color green coming down, located into the heart region with smiling, loving energy. And breathe out. Take care my With the hands still formed into the pyramid shape, breathing once again. Okay, from here, just relax. And what I do normally, I rub my hands. This is the Gaseo 
Rub your hands together and place them over your eyes for about a minute to three minutes. We're going to do it for one minute. So place them over the eye to where you see those rainbow colors while still deep breathing and knowing your healing is taking place. And imagine the color green on deep, on deep inhalation, deep conscious breathing. Breathe in for count of seven, hold for three, breathe out for count of seven while covering the eyes. I always keep high vibrationary thoughts, keep a high frequency going. And from there, Remove the hands from the eyes, open the eyes, and just um, just visualize healing internally and externally. So the all, the interconnection of self and all, source and self. So just, you know, visualize healing everything with that loving intent, that heart intent. You see, everything is okay. It's all right. You smile soon. You feel that energy going through the body as you smile. And you feel that emotion, that higher emotion of love versus that lower emotion of fear. Feel it. They really sense it. You know it's there. No love has always been there. It's never winning, but heal. Heal self and heal source. Feel your mission. Be who you are. That is a hill. I say, I say, good thanks for power. All right. And that is, that's, uh, we just went through, uh, very kind of quick, but not quick. That was good. I, I felt it. I, I don't know about you guys, but you go back over it, and um, if you have any questions, call me in. Basically, that was, um, we've done it a few times, you break your healing. Um, it was uh, something else uh, that um, I wanted to bring. It's something that came to me a couple, a couple of, but it's, the, it's uh, based on some of the information that Dr. Aileen Brings through the Hidden Wings Institute. It's those uh, like 10, I think, different um, syllables like A E I U, but they're like a uh, vowel. But these, these, I put these together and it's an uh, acronym, but it's not an acronym, it's like an abbreviation of five or four of the different, of the different um, statements. But you can utilize this in meditation is IEA. So it's I Y E. H and these four different aspects of five, um, five different aspects are I, that's equated to the central nervous system, the cerebrum, and the pineal gland, so that activates that. And the Y, that's uh, equated to the cerebellum, the medulla oblongata, so that helps act- activate that one. Then we have E, that's equal to the pituitary gland, the thalamus gland, and the nervous system. So that will stimulate that that region. And then we have A, 
that um, equates to the thyroid, parathyroid, bothyroid gland, all right, and then this eye that um, goes into the thymus gland, the lymphatic system, the circulatory system, and the respiratory system. And the reason I, I, um, I, I did that is uh, due to how all of those pretty much will activate everything else. You know what I'm saying? And also uh, cleaning or a purging is taking place right here with the eye, the thymus gland, lymphatic system, circulatory system, and respiratory system. So that will um, bring about that spiritual cleansing or that spring cleaning that needs to um, be jumping around within. So that IEA, that's IEA, I-Y-E-A-H, that's I. Why he that's just a, a tips and tricks, you know what I'm saying, for um activating those areas within um anatomical structure, all right. And uh, from there we're going to go into today's topic a little bit more so I guess. Um today's topic of course, it's spring cleaning with intent. And we've mentioned what intent is, the will to do something. So sometimes I might walk through the house, like I said, and I got the intent to pick it up, and then I go ahead and pop that intelligence in there, let me pick it up. Let me watch this bit, you know, get things, you know, together in the house properly. First house, though, is the... The main house, that's, you know, that's the physical body. So we went over this. This is a tip and tricks, but just a uh, uh, physical bath and rub down. I'm just going to go through it. The, the, um, the physical bath and rub down, the spiritual bath and rub down. Physical bath rub down is kind of simple, but it's something that um, I learned through naturopathic means of uh, going through the school, schooling in naturopathy or naturopathy. So the Physical bath and rub down, what you do is you take a regular shower or bath or whatnot. If you're taking a bath, take a shower afterwards, of course, to get that dirt off the body. So if you're taking a spiritual bath or a physical bath or whatnot, this is what you do after the bath. I mean, you know, take a shower, but you uh, make it short and snappy, but then with a heavy-duty rub down, if it's a bath or a shower or whatever in the morning, just do it. Don't be in that 30 minutes in the shower too much water, you know, yeah, all right, not to get into that, keep it moving. All right, so if there is no shower, we'll take a bath, you know, but what you do is end with cold water, especially in cold water, because it's going to close the pores and prevent chilling and catching the cold. So first thing you do is after the spiritual bath or the physical bath is take a cold shower to close the pores, all right. So you rinse off the cut, and also will help uh, if you have like uh, issues with blood in certain parts of your body. This will also help move that pain or that 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 whatever's located there. Also help move that out of that area. So shower stimulate a very powerful charge to your central nervous system. Therefore, it's going to create a, a the impulse in that general area or pulse something like that where it's going to move that toxicity or that whatever's uh, blockage, whatever type of blockage in that general area. All right, so what you do is 
you know, again, check Coach Hour after Coach Sports and after Vince Chilling, uh, you know, and also catching cold with any pathogens getting in, especially in cold weather. Also, after that, give yourself an energetic rub down. You know, so you do this twice a day. You know, saying so it doesn't necessarily have to be in the bath or or um or, or whatnot. But you can do this in the shower while you're taking the bath. What I do while I'm taking my bath, my shower is I start at the hand, my left hand, and I work all the way to from the wrist, my hand, all the way to the elbow, then to the shoulder with my hand in the air. So my arm will be in the air, my left arm will be in the air, and I rub it all the way down the arm with my rag and my soap, and I bring blood to the heart reach from the hand down to the heart reach. Then from there, I'll go to the right. You know what I'm saying? The right wrist, go down there. You know what I'm saying? Then, well, I started the face actually. You know what I'm saying? I started my face. I'm going to wash down my, my face. And then the left side of my face, the right side of my face, go to the neck, front, back of the neck. Then I go to the hand, left hand, all the way to the left elbow, to the left shoulder with my hand in the air. And I go to the right hand, right elbow to the right shoulder with the arm in the air, I mean, and then go to the chest. Watch the chest, bring the heart in, the blood energy into the heart, and go to the solar plexus region down here at the, the loins or the stomach, you know what I'm saying? Then go to the leg. So I wash down the leg first to get the dirt off, basically. Wash down the leg, then go back to the ankle and wash up the leg, bringing the blood back into the heart region. Then I go to, then go to the right leg down, washing, cleaning, washing the dirt off, then bring back up the energy to after you wash all good, then bring back the energy up to the heart region. Then from there, um, go to the sacral region of the loins. Then you go to the um, to the groin or the uh, private area, clean. Then you get the bottom of the feet from the ankles, you know what I'm saying, get the bottom of the feet. Then you do um, the butt last, you know what I'm saying, wash the ass last is what they say, you know what I'm saying. You don't want to clean the butt first and then go and wash the face, you know what I'm saying. That's just feeding the purpose of washing the body. It's like why would I wash my dirty butt and then go and wash my face out, you know what I'm saying, wash the butt last in that region, and that's the physical bath. Now, the spiritual bath and rub down, it's a little bit more bridge, it's a little bit longer. So what we do before meditation or ritual, always remember to, you know, purify the body and the mind, the emotions, and the spirit, you know what I'm saying? So it's essential to wash the parts of the body uh, which are normally exposed to dirt, dust, or whatever's going on in the atmosphere. This is called ablution, a voodoo. In Islam, you know what I'm saying? So we're not going to do the it's the evolution manner way of, of Islam, but, you know, that is, you know, like Bruce Lee said, you know what I'm saying, absorb what's useful and just acquire everything else. So utilizing what's useful is, part, is a part of this uh, spiritual path. So state the intent and the purpose of the ritual or of your meditation while in the bath, you know what I'm saying, and I do new poos, you know what I'm saying? So when I uh, started, I'd start with uh, the face, 
right? So, well, I wash the hands up to the wrist three times. That's like an ablution. You know, just go ahead and clean that out, but then wash the whole head and face after that. I'm back through the hands uh, as well, though, in the arm. But, so wash the whole head, left side, and uh, the left side, while washing that with a whole head first, I say, Nuku Asur, or Nuku Asur, I am Asur, or Awa Aptala, or I am Abatala, that's in Yoruba, uh, or Eye Ketir, so that I am the, the crown, or I am the, the light. Eye Ketir, that's in the Kabbalistic or Hebrew. All right, so, so washing the face, Nuku Asur, you know what I'm saying? The whole face and the whole head. All right, then. Planetary energy with that um, is the cosmos, it's the all, basically, it's the universe, you know, internal and external is everything. I um, then go from there to uh, watching the left side of the face. With the left side of the face, Nukpu Tuhuti, all right, or Awa Isfa, that's in the Yorubu. Yoruba, and then it's Eye Chokma. Eye is E Y or E H Y E H. That's I am in Hebrew. So Eye Chokma. All right, so I am wisdom. I am wisdom. Nupu Tahuti. All right, for Awa Ifa, washing the left side, and that's equated to Jupiter. All right, and the good herb for that is Thuja or Hemlock. As well as lotus and sweet almond, good herb for the um, oh yeah for um, osa or abatala is um, basil and sage. All right, then from there we go to um, the right side of the face, and that's nupu sakir. So nupu sakir, I am secure. That's the left. Now, secure basically means uh, spiritual power, if you want, if you will. You feel secure. And then, or Awa Babola. And Eye Binya. I am with, I am knowledge. That's the rule. I am knowledge. Um, so, you feel secure. That's equated to um, Saturn. Good earth for that is Mirror. All right. From there, we um, go to the left arm while reciting Nupu Ma'at. Nupu Ma'at or Awa Chagulia or either the Hebrew derivation, Eye Chasad. That's Chasad, C-H-E-S-E-D. All right? And um, Chasad basically means... Um, Words uh, side. Oh, I am love. I am words side. Nupumaat. Well, Awa Chagulia. Planetary energy again is Jupiter, well, Stuga, or Hemlock. The Hemlock is used like for uh, involved chastity and reduction of sexual desire, so it helps um, lower the intensity of the Kundalini energy on the external so that function utilize properly in that balanced aspect. And that's with um, both uh, 
to Uki as well as with, or that's talking about wisdom as well as with Josiah Love. You know, Tehuti and Mahat are conduits, and they're supposedly the um, they're, they're the sacred marriage, the the options that complete each other. All right. Um, from there we go to right on, right on. Equated to um, Harukuti, so Nupu Harukuti, or Awa Arun, so that or either in the Hebraic, Eye Gabara. Alright? Nupu Harukuti, the double lights, uh, or not Arun, you know, the arm worker, and Eye Gabara, Gabara meaning um, strength. Alright? So, I am uh, strong, or and I am the, as well as the iron worker. I'm going also equate to, to uh, Mars in it. All right, so I'm a warrior. You're a warrior. All right, so for Rukati. And um, a good good herb of pine, as well as tobacco. Um, that's a good herb to utilize inside of that, that ritual bath or that spiritual bath. Next, we go to um, the chest region. All right, so here, Nupu Haru. Haru. All right, I am the light. Or then you go, or either Awa Shango. So I am Shango. You understand? Again. Or either Eye Chipara. All right, Chipara, the T I P H A R, the Haru right there in there. And that's E T H. I am uh, Tephroth, I think, means beauty. Right. Um, so um, that's why that's washing the chest region. And uh, good herbs for that, oh, that sun energy. All right, so the sun energy, good herbs, bay leaves, um, frankincense, so real good herbs. Frankincense that helps with uh, protection and purification as well. And also exorcism or to exercise something out to place on one side to the other to exercise. All right, so well, when who takes and places something from this side to the other side, cleaning out. And that's also a purification, but frankincense that's left in it. And that's, you know, heart, your heart region right there, washing the chest. So who? All right, the next one is um, going to the abdomen region, washing the abdomen region in a circular motion to the hips region. And this is uh, then down um, the left leg and back up from the ankle, as we're speaking on before. And this is Nupu Hetaru or um, Awa Oshun, Oshun, or Yerugu, or Eye Netzak. All right, so Netzak is N E T C A C H. I think that means victory. Eye, I am victorious. So no, no, Eye Nitsak, that's Hebrew, or um, Nupu Hetaru. Forgive me on the, well, we all know, we know the Yoruba um, pretty much for the pantheon and the deity, the external deity. These are these are for the ex- internal. This is for the inner work, though. For this spiritual, these spiritual paths. Remember, locate these energies within. I um, so this is a uh, Nupu Hetaru. So you'd be like, I am Hetaru. Hetaru means the house of light. So while you're washing um, the abdomen, the stomach region where the house of light is, you know what I'm saying? Hetaru. 
your pets head to leave. Um, um, that's Venus energy and the good herbs for that is honeysuckle, uh, as well as spearmint, sandalwood. You know, um, honeysuckle brings about prophetic dreams. That's good for that, as well as uh, psychic power. Energy up, having that good peppermint, spearmint smell in there. Spearmint is good for purification. It's with clarity, love, and uh, enhances the mental ability. Mental ability. All right, from there, we go to um, the right leg. And right leg, but okay, well, right leg is, is um, it's your leg buff. So, Watch the abdomen again, then we go to the opposite circle of motion, going to the opposite, we're forming the vortex of energy in the abdomen region. So we go in the opposite direction from the abdomen to the loins and whatnot, then go down the right leg and then into the right leg and come back up from the ankle to back towards the heart with loving energy again, the intent, loving intent, and we bring purity towards the heart region, reciting Nupu Sebek. Nupu Sebek. I am Sebek, or I am the sublimator of the energies. Uh, sublimation means the one that uh, controls or displays the energy. I said, Nupu Sebek, or Awa Ishua Legba, or Eje Hot. Okay? Ishua Legba, the opener of the way. Eje uh, Hot, glory. So I am the opener of the way, but not I am on glory. Um. Planetary energy is mercury. Uh, good, good uh, herbs would be uh, oregano, and brings about joy and strength, vitality as well, as well as lily of the valley, as used for um, calming and also to bring about decrease um, in blessings or um, gifts. Those um, non-gifts, stocking. That's almost a, com- a complete. Bath is one more, the whole uh, body, um, but this would be the completion of formality, and that is um, going and wash the reproductive organs, reciting Nupu Aset, or Awa Gemaya, or Eye Yasad, Nupu Aset. I am the throne, or Yasad is, of course, the means of the kingdom. Oh, wait, it's uh, no, uh, Mount Cooks is the kingdom. Your side is a uh, throne. Yeah, your side is the same. It's not mistaken. Got to do the, I do math on that. Might be, uh, might be correct on the definition of your side. But that's Hebrew, A-Y-A, your side, Nupu, I said. Nupu, I said, I am the throne. So while washing our, um, Washing our reproductive organs, because we know the reproductive organs are connected to the kidneys. The kidneys is the seed of life, but that's also, in retrospect, I said, and the esoteric um, form of, um, or the hidden value of, in the anatomical definitive of I said. So I said it's the throne where, where the essence is located, and that's the kidneys, and it's also connected to the reproductive organs. So the 
So we're watching the reproductive organs, reciting who I said, and the uh, um, planetary energy is the moon, good herbs to be spearmint, use for healing, as well as to expand power, and then jasmine is good, and it's uh, it's good to good for um, love, romance, whatnot. Um, sometimes used in meditation as well for to relax, you know what I'm saying, to um, help with the dream state and uh, actually access the dream state in a relaxed manner. So from there, we uh, go to the feet and, you know, the left foot, like I mentioned earlier, and then we go to the right foot, wash the right foot, then we wash the, um, the body flash while reciting the new pool give. Give is the earth or the green one. So then you say, you say I am the earth or I am the green one. Or awa e or eye makut. Eye makut. I am the kingdom. Or nupu give. That concludes the spiritual bath as well as the physical bath and rub down. All right. So remember, when you're rubbing that those hand, that blood energy, go from the hand with that arm raised in the air, go from the hand while rubbing somewhat briskly with a little force, a little, a little pressure, and bring the blood back into the heart region, arm to the right arm, and then bring it back up from the left ankle up and the right ankle up. And that's your uh, physical rub down as well as the spiritual rub down after the um, spiritual bath or um, purification before your meditation or any type of ritual you may be performing. It's, it's all around good because you, you, I do it every day when I take a shower, bath. I do, I, when I take a bath, I always go through the I am um, affirmation as far as, you know, new poo, um, from the new poo on the face, which would be the whole face, new poo, I saw the new poo, the new poo, secure. Then go to the right left arm ring, pull my eye, then pull the left cheek, then pull the room of the chest, and then I go to the abdomen, then pull the abdomen, then pull the back on the on the left, and then on, well on the right, then pull head to move will be the stomach region, or abdomen going down the left, and then pull the back will be the stomach region going down the right leg. Then then go back into new uh, pull I set. And then new pool um, give as far as the whole body completion. So that is just it enhances that internal um, agreement of who you are from the jump. All right, so that's that physical and spiritual rub down and bath. Get that. All right, and um, as we keep it moving. Moving, 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 moving. We're going to start into today's topic a little bit more so, and that is, uh, again, spring cleaning with intent. So, you know, as I wrote in the caption at times, we may neglect the idea that everything is interconnected. Everything is interconnected. So with that saying, you know about quantum physics, and in science, what they speak on, they say everything consisting of matter 
in this third dimensional reality or ultimate reality universe is placed next to something else. So in this spatial relationship, there is always an interconnection. There's something that's connecting or something that's unifying both realms. Sometimes we don't think of everything being connected or always being in the state of that unification. But if we accept the message of quantum mechanics and the great spiritual uh, masters of the past, then every part of our universe will affect another part. So from that viewpoint, there is no inside or outside. There is just there is. You know what I'm saying? That's consciousness. So everything is contained in consciousness, which has no boundaries. All right, so everything that is connected is connected by way of a very basic particle called light or photon. This is the hidden light of the intelligence. All right, so this hidden light of the intelligence if we take it to be the whole spectrum of, our, of, of vibration of light or the only visible light, then everything is composed of these photons. That means the universe is intentional. That means it's conscious. So because everything that exhibits life or that has structure or that is animated is holding this hidden light of the intelligence. And since we've been given the ability to intend or to have intent, then that means we are co-creators or creators within this universe as well, all right, through each individual way to do itself. Inside of what, like, uh, what we talk about, spring cleaning with intent or um, spiritual cleaning with intent, the intent is the interconnection, you know what I'm saying? So now the individual dual self goes from the interconnection or the intent with the interconnection and brings both of them together and brings about the clean or or what not the detox. Alright, part so now I'm gonna read something called clutter and the mind. It's uh, a little some some speaking on clutter and it relates to feng shui as well as you know feng shui meaning uh, wind and, and uh water and it's based on uh, the application of moving objects within one's household to certain areas, based on geomancy, uh, where we have vortices or ley lines that operate within the whole of the universe. And if uh, we have displacement of, of energy or, or information or light or whatnot or material objects, the material objects are displaced inside of that geometrical uh, form of what we would call uh, vortices or ley lines, then it can cause displacement in our life, in our creative process. So I'm going to read this clutter in the mind. Um, it goes as follows. Uh, have you ever made any effort to sort through things, uh, to sort through things and get rid of items that don't serve any purpose in our life anymore? We may or may not have realized it, but we have opened up space around, but we have opened space around us to be filled with new and better things to make their way into our life. It has to do with universal law, the ebb and flow of spiritual abundance. I found it to be true that the more we hold on to useless items, 
the less satisfied you become. Cluttered spaces frequently take away our creativity and energy. When we rid ourselves of all the useless material possessions, we place the attention on empty spaces. This increases our awareness and brings our consciousness to light. Decluttering detaches us from the emotional attachments we have created with things that are not serving us anymore. Holding on to things that are associated with negative experiences only focuses our mind on more of those kinds of experiences and in turn recreates those experiences in our life. When we declutter our home with things that have negative associations, we make room for creating new positive relations and thereby new experiences. Decluttering releases our stress, creating more room for applying our creativity and artistic drives. The hidden energy that is released from de-stressing our homes reaches out in all other areas of our life, including internally, and creates a positive impact. This creates what the ancients called the butterfly effect, a term which refers to the idea that when a butterfly flaps its wings, it creates a tiny change in the atmosphere that may lead to a bigger change of events, like altering the path of a tornado or even prevent its occurrence. The point is, even a small event can cause a chain of large-scale events and alter the layout of an entire civilization or culture. Decluttering our home creates deeper levels of serenity and fulfillment in our life. In the ancient tradition, the extra space that we create by decluttering our spaces allows free flow of the chi or the kundalini wildlife force energy in our home. This free flow energy alleviates our problems and creates a deeper level of harmony and balance in life universal. According to ancient beliefs, what we focus on expands itself automatically. When we focus our attention on clutter that surrounds our physical space, our unconscious mind starts creating more clutter in emotional areas of our life and in daily interactions as well. On the other hand, when the physical space around us is clean and well-organized, we create more balanced relationships and stability in life. As you can see, decluttering goes beyond just the physical realm of our life. It has a multitude of benefits that extends from the spiritual to financial and emotional realms. Few things in life can cause more stress and aggravation than an overwhelming amount of clutter in our immediate surroundings and spaces in which we live. Few things in life can cause less stress and aggravation than an overwhelming amount of clutter in our immediate surroundings and the spaces in which we live. It prevents us from getting our main concerns. Clutter does not only mean discarded clothes, year-old bills, and spoiled food in our refrigerator. It also extends to interactions going sour, friendships which have turned out to be anything but and goals in life which have become dismissed. Hoarding and clutter are closely related and will only divert our views from the reality of essential things that need to be taken care of. We waste time rooting through old and useless items in our quest to find the only thing that we really need, resulting in stress and frustration, which can seriously damage our health and efficiency. Are you wondering what clearing the clutter from our homes has to do with healing. Often I have found that when we clean up our surroundings 
we clear our mental and emotional bodies as well. So pain and disease in our lives in our lives can be indications of overabundance. So releasing them and, and be able so release them and be able to travel along life's path a little freer afterwards. Nothing would do it faster than cleaning out a closet. That's a, that's powerful. I know because I, I I practice feng shui a little bit here and there in my life, and I found it to be efficient. Um, like I said, that's just something I put together um, clutter in the mind. So the mind is the clock. And as I also, you know, the mind is our wallet. So pay attention, you know what I'm saying? So watch what you pay attention to. So the mind is our closet as well, you know, and it stores a lot of information. But sometimes we put too much in there and it causes clutter. That color clutter can cause distractions to our creative ability and that processing of uh, those higher abilities, those higher functions. So, you know, cleaning out the mind, basically is detoxing the mind. Also, the, the house. So, as above, so below. You know what I'm saying? A uh, good book for Feng Shui is um, by Karen Rose Carter, and it's called Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life. You know, Feng Shui is about moving objects in the household in order to bring about effective change in your life. One thing about a closet, if you got shoes in your closet, just a good tips and tricks real quick. If you got shoes in your closet and you want to come out the closet, bring about that creativity and that imagination, that eye magical collective, then put your shoes towards the door. Have all your shoes facing towards the door versus facing towards the wall that's going into the closet. Put your shoes facing towards the door. Um, that's a good way to change that, that movement of energy that's keeping you in the closet. You want to get out of the closet with all that. You know, you, you want your truths to actualize, you need to get out of the closet with it. Okay, another good tips and tricks, um, and um, we're, we're going to do this one as well at, at, at the Dhamma style here at the, at the kingdom. Uh, what you do is, um, you get uh, um, that ain't a folder. Wherever you see that, I thought that was it. What you do is you get uh, some pen. You get change, and every time you get your change, you place it in uh, like a, a bucket or something. Just every time you get some excess change, put it in this this bucket. Now I want I want to see it right though, so I'm gonna locate it. Oh, here it is, right here. All right. Somewhere here. Not too far away from it, though. Bear with me. Bear with me. Oh, here it is, yeah. All right, so what you do is you get uncooked rice, all right? Get that rice, you put it in the bowl, and you take all the, uh, you take miscellaneous change that you get throughout the day, and you put it in there for 30 days. But then after that, you, you count all the change, and you give 
10% of it to a charity or a homeless person you might read or see on, on the side of the road or whatever. Just give it to a homeless person. And after that, you write down things that you think you want out of life or the things you think you need to begin a career on a piece of paper, one item per paper. All right, so if you do that, then fold up the papers and place them in the bowl, stir them up with a big spoon and or in your hand each day for nine days. So all your attentions and all the requests that you ask for, once you've done that, you've created um, a circulation of chi. Before, they didn't have that, that, that uh, spiraling effect going on, but by spinning it with your hand or a spoon, you bring about the energy exchange. On, a, on an external affirmation from an internal avenue. All right, so stir it up, and then you will see in your life, you will notice it, how this enlivens and starts that spark to what the requests are. All right, so you get the uncooked rice, put it in the bowl, then you take and you put your excess change in the bowl for 30 days, and after that, Take 10% of whatever you've accumulated and give it to charity or homeless person. And then you write down the things that you want out of life or for your new career. You put those on separate pieces of paper, put them in a bowl as well, stir it around for nine days. You can do the stirring how you want to, left and right, right and left, just one way. This is how you, you know, want to do it. You're going to go with all that, but do it how you feel. And then you'll see that your cheese is going to start activating or that energy, that hidden light of the intelligence, that melanin is going to start doing what you want to do because you're going to access in both realms, the internal and external, as above, so below. All right, so that's tips and tricks. It's dealing with feng shui. That's dealing with career uh, or life path. Career is at the front door, you know what I'm saying, um, I didn't go through the whole feng shui thing. Well, when, well feng shui you got your front door. That's career. To the um, to the right will be helpful people and travel. Um, all right, so you know, uh, get into it. Well, to the right is the helpful people and travel. You can put pictures of people you know up right there or whatnot. Places you've been. Um, to the left is skills and knowledge, so like a library or something. Um, from career, you know, things that you want out of life, things that you're doing, you know, saying that's career. Um, in the middle is health, so you can put plants, stuff like that right there, or things that uh, you feel healthy, the kitchen, you know what I'm saying, keep the refrigerator good and healthy. On the left-hand side, behind skills and knowledge is family, so you can put pictures of your family or whatnot in that area, or, or that could be the family eating area. On the right, from the health side, right behind health of people, it travels from the um, on the right hand side of uh, the creativity in children. So you can have things that you like to do that's creative there, uh, as well as um, children's playroom or something like that. Um, behind creativity in children on the uh, right hand side, of relationships and love. So you can put some flowers right there. Uh, anything that's dealing with your relationships, picture of your girlfriend, boyfriend, something you know, something that's dealing with that. Uh, on the left-hand side and on that part of the house is prosperity, so things are going to bring that exchange of uh, finances to you, uh, you know what I'm saying? And then in the center 
and career health and fame. I mean, career health behind health would be fame and reputation. So the things going to make you reputable or things that are already made you reputable, uh, you put it in that area. Like I said, I didn't really go into that too much on the physical, but that helps generate that energy within. And also remember, less clutter. So the 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 less the least amount of those items, the better. Don't go out and cut down a palm tree and put it in the um in the health section, in the middle of the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? You know, just some small little bush. It could be uh uh. The Neff Hatch, you know, I like that one for some reason. You put that there, well, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's uh, tips and tricks on on some of those aspects of uh, the house and clean keeping the house um, purified and stuff like and things in that manner. Okay? I um going to look detox in here. Since we're talking about detox, detox in the house, Talk about detoxing the house, physical body. There's a few things that can be done. I'm going to go over them briefly. I think we still have enough time. Um, so spiritual cleansing as well as uh, physical cleansing and spring cleaning. Spring cleaning don't necessarily just mean physical house. Outside is also the internal house inside. All right, so detoxing, a lot of people... Feel the detoxing is, uh, you know, it's like detoxing body, but it's the mind and it's the psychological thing. You know, so you have to have discipline to do it. But detox happens when we need to detox in general when um, inflammation from certain things like foods and drinks are um, have been increased, and it, it, it causes the liver. Well, when the detoxing process, what we're doing is we want to be uh, giving the liver an opportunity to work through all that built-up toxins that have been accumulated and causing inflammation in the body by way of uh, certain things like food and also emotion um, to have uh, accumulated in the body that are toxic. Uh, so detoxing is necessary when the metabolic waste from that from the normal human metabolism or the environmental pollution that has occurred over time has become um, have exceeded the threshold that that is uh, that it can tolerate. So sometimes we need to to detox and get those impurities out or those toxins. And how do we know we need to detox? Um, a few good ways to know that we need to detox for itself is. Um, when a person is overloaded with toxins or whatnot, and the, these are some of the signs, um, allergies, you know what I'm saying, or, or allergic reactions to certain things, rashes, when we have, uh, when we break out with, you know, hives and things like that, um, eczema and whatnot, depressed immune system, when uh, we get sick and whatnot uh, repeatedly, uh, the inability to fight off colds or any type of infection, um, IBS or irritable bowel syndrome. Whenever we take in any type of food or drinks, it comes right back out without time to assimilate and get into the, uh, to the cells properly. Uh, when we have a gluten intolerance or 
when each gluten and they have an allergic reaction, you should eat gluten because that's uh, I mean some people aren't don't have a a problem with gluten, but it does have an effect on the cells to the generation factor of gluten or glue, basically. But also uh, another way to know or signs and symptoms of toxicity, over toxicity, or over or acidosis, basically. Too much acid in the body, uh, bones forming, um, then also blood sugar issues, you know, like diabetes or high blood sugar. Uh, depression, emotional, and mental disorders. So almost every health issue a person can go through is a, is a warning sign that something needs to be taken care of in the body. These health issues are left unattended over time. It can spread to other areas of the body, and that's when um, disease or cancer may develop where uh, or nutrition or any type of deficiency in the cellular structure. And this is basically due to nutritional deficiency. Back to detoxing. So when uh, detoxing, it might sound like it's kind of you know simple, but detoxing affects both the mind and body. So we, have, we need to be very mindful of when we detox or when we are taking out those um, toxins. Uh, psychologically speaking, it takes about two weeks to process alcohol, sugar, and wheat and have them completely removed from my system. So that is, of course, uh, going to take some discipline uh, to do because you don't want to add sugar or wheat or alcohol to the body while detox. Because remember, the, the liver stores any all blood for up to 14 days, so that's two weeks. All right, so if we want to get the impurities out or the toxins out, then we need to have that detox program going, especially with that sugar, wheat, and alcohol. Alcohol ain't necessarily drinking alcohol. Alcohol is the fermentation of anything that's been left in the body or in the blood for an amount of time that's called the crucifixion, the fermentation. So that's bringing about the effect of alcohol in the blood when we ain't even drinking. So when we're, we're eating certain processed foods, the same things that are not natural, the body's going to store it in there because it's not getting broken down uh, or assimilated because it's foreign, you know, to the blood. So it's going to stay in the liver, you know, and over years and years of excessive toxicity buildup and not purging the body or, you know, contributing to the divine soul, the body, that what takes place is... Uh, a possession of these demons, basically, and they affect the, um, the natural movement of the individual through itself because of this frustrated body, you know, this frustrated internal system, organs, it's all interconnected through our fear, you know, and all the other deities that's connected within. These deities are within, you know what I'm saying? You can name them whatever, but these are the organ systems, you know what I'm saying? It's all connected to the power gland and came from that first cell. So, First cell is the originating cell, but if all these other cells get mucked up, the first cell is trying to heal the whole time. You know, remember the energy that created the body never left the body, but if it's um, overworked, then eventually it turns into disease, cancer, and that can turn into uh, to an early death or whatnot. All right, and that, you know, whatever. You know, we're going to pass, but you know, let's have fun while we're doing some detox. You know what I'm saying? So. 
I um so getting that out fourteen days, you know, up to two weeks. Not is you know, I did a fast for seven days when I first got into the transition. I didn't know it was not recommended a longer fast than two days, but I wouldn't eat that bread and that's when I was still on wheat back then. It's like six years ago, but um I just drank water and bread. It it helps me. I felt the difference after those, those, with that week, and I, I kept it going. I have regrets. I ain't going to say I've been perfect. You know, we, we strive for perfection, but I always get back on, on that right path on my eyes to in peace. You know what I'm saying? That external stuff ain't going to make me happy. Me made me happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, so uh, first, drink lots of water. Yeah. Get that water in, that H2O. Plenty of it. Water for the liver, like gas for the body, like gas for the car. You know what I'm saying? So small amounts of gas, your car can only run so long before, you know, not that efficient. But likewise with the body, with your liver, you want the liver to perform at optimal and at its highest potential. And to get those toxins out, water is very important essential. You know, so one gallon of water a day is, is best for uh, the average adult, you know what I'm saying? Uh, good tips and tricks, warm water with fresh lemon early in the morning to get your day started. That's good for the detoxing process. So every morning, get uh, fresh lemon, a lime, squeeze it into the, the warm water, and you're going to go to the bathroom and pee, pee, pee. That's another one. Pee, pissing, urination. That's a good Detox, make sure you pee in so that one gallon of water per day, challenge type thing, sweating as well. Uh, those are two minutes of getting uh, toxicity out the body through the kidneys, you know what I'm saying? And it removes the fat from the body as well. The fat is where a lot of the toxins are stored, especially with this, uh, with the um, the fats that are not necessary, like the omega 6 and omega 9, well, omega 6 in general, but essential fatty acids like omega 3. Very important, flaxseed oil, salmon, if you get that way. We're going to talk about that if we have time as well. All right, so, so peeing is very beneficial. Um, sweating, like I said, so sweating, you know what I'm saying, get exercise, you know what I'm saying. Those sweating is one of the most beneficial ways of getting toxicity out of the body. Um, get uh, that bathroom yoga, you know what I'm saying, the hot yoga, go into that. You know, just sitting there, you're not really doing any exercise, but you, you, you're getting, because, uh, you know, too much exercise can also cause inflammation. So if you're doing the excessive sweating and exercising at the same time a lot, that can cause uh, acute inflammation or pain in the body. You know what I'm so sitting there, relaxing while sweating and breathing, deep breathing as well with that Bhakti Bikram yoga, yoga, it also helps maintain a healing environment in the body. Um, moving your body, like exercises, uh, yoga, um, Pilates, or not, you know, Santachi, Qigong. This is a restorative uh, process, so it helps uh, bring about that restoration of uh, clean cells by releasing the toxins. Remember, the only way the lymphatic system is, is working is by movement, you know what I'm saying? And the lymphatic system produces pure water, or it's the um, 
basically it's the immune system. And all the other systems of the body has pumps within the body, like the circulatory system has the heart, it's the pump, you know. So the central nervous system has the brain and the uh, spine as the pump. The, the respiratory system has the lungs as the pump. The lymphatic system doesn't have a physical pump other than the body. So in our movement, we create the necessary pumping effect to produce the lymphs to go through the lymphatic system and purge out that um, excess toxins as well. All right, so uh, intense exercise counterproductive as it actually inflames the body. So don't do too much intense exercise throughout the week. I do two days all day exercise. The rest of the week is the nine moves, like Wednesdays. Wednesdays, I don't do anything unless I feel like I want to, but that'll be meditation or Tai Chi. But only two days out of the week will I, I run or um, lift weights or do my hard um, martial arts exercises, you know, whatever those forms are or any other type of external hard exercise, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, two days out of the week. But I go in, you know. I, I, I get in about four hours on those days, six hours sometimes. But uh, on the other days, I might do two hours of exercises, meditation, touch you, cheek and stretching. I um, eat clean, whole foods. Um, mainly removing that sugar, weed, alcohol from my diet, dairy products, you know, um, this will stop the majority of the inflammation that's going on, uh, and this will also uh, help the liver to process that those things um, that build up in there that cause inflammation. Uh, the most the best thing to do is not eat anything that came in a box or bag or can or do the detoxing process. Basically, whole foods that came straight from nature, especially during the detox in that two-week um, duration. I uh, rest, get plenty, and get an ample amount of rest, you know what I mean, especially like after these holidays, the holidays, so-called holidays, you know, a lot of people take in uh, a lot of sugar, a lot of fats and things like that, you know, eating a lot of cakes and things, you know, wheat in it or whatever, involved flour and stuff. So, you know, we, we need to get some of that out of there, you know, so this is to help, you know, that because, you know, melatonin is being produced in the rest state, so... Melatonin is a free radical scavenger. It's also an anti-inflammatory. And that's uh, also an antioxidant. So it's going to help increase the inflammation. It's going to kill off free radicals as well as um, not rush the cells. So melatonin is very popular, not just uh, something that they use for sleep. And they know they know what, you know what I'm saying, they know what melatonin can do. You know, and the positive. I um okay some more with the detoxing, um replace each meal a day with smoothie. You know what I'm saying? So like in the morning in place of a bowl of cereal or eggs and bacon, get your green smoothie or something, you know what I'm saying? It's it's good to uh implement that just in your life in general because it's natural food and it, it helps cleanse properly, you know what I'm saying? So it keeps the digestive system working properly, you know, with a obstructed digestive system, 
that means there's something going on. It's a blockage. So you want to definitely be able to use to go and eliminate at least once a day. Or, you know, it takes a, it's an 18-hour process, 12 to 18-hour process to digest food properly. So uh, you at least want to do that once a day, at least. You know what I'm saying? So um, smoothies, especially, you know, in the morning or once or twice a day, replace the meal with a with smoothie, a green smoothie. Um, the recipe is a cup of kale, a collard green, spinach, um, about four ounces, you know what I'm saying? One cup, it doesn't matter, it's four ounces. Uh, Granny Smith apple, due to its uh, being lower in sugar, so it won't uh, be, it won't increase, so it won't be hypoglycemic, it won't increase your glycogen um, value, or increase your sugar intake, so you won't be overworking your pancreas or your uh, or your uh, or your uh, liver. Uh, one bright banana. One, oh, I mean, a half a cup of um, parsley and mix all that together in the blender, and you got you a good mix. You know, add more water if it's too thick, but that's a good detox smoothie. Um, organic foods, when possible, you know what I'm saying? Uh, try to do the organic food through the detoxing process. All right, so rule of thumb is generally. Go after uh, go go after the food that you peel or the outside the food vegetable all that you should really that you that you can that you should eat. But if you're going to eat if you're going to eat those, you know, say the ones that have the heart. Um, like a bananas, you peel that off. You're not gonna eat the peel. Avocados, mangoes, those are those are the pesticides and the pesticides really can't get deep down into it. But if you're going to get the ones that you want to eat the peels, like strawberries and apples, tomatoes, whatnot, um, go for the organic ones. That that's so those are the ones with the number nine on the serial number or the stamp is on there. Four are animals have pesticides and pesticides can introduce to it. Um. So organic foods, possible. I um, massage is good for detoxing. You know, get a good deep, intense massage like once a month if possible. You know, if you, if you can't get it from a professional, and train your significant other or not. But for real, just, you know, get a, get that good massage in. That helps release toxins and. That, you know, gives the muscles a chance to relax and it uh, helps push uh, pressure points or those spots where toxins might build up, and it gives them a chance to release that those toxins in those areas. I know it works because you know, I got them size a couple of weeks ago. Get thanks to that sister, and because uh, I was having a, a issue with my shoulder, I fell while I was skateboarding one day, and uh, it wouldn't go. It took it was about two weeks, and that thing wouldn't go nowhere. And I also was building a toxicity in my body because I regressed, like I said, with eating certain things um, that I normally have to go back to eating eggs and I was doing other things, cooking the eggs, frying it and stuff, and putting cheese in there and things like that. I don't even do dairy like to talk about, but at that time I was doing dairy as far as the cheese and um, it, it built up those toxicity, that toxicity in my body and that, my shoulders and I had a knot like that. That, that massage helped. 
water, again, drinking water, you know, uh, play coffee, morning coffee with tea, green tea. A little caffeine is all right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you don't want to be, but you do want to be very careful about how much you take throughout the day or throughout the week, you know what I'm saying? Also be careful about where you get your caffeine from and how you take it in at one time. Occasional cup of coffee is all right. If you detox the body, then you want to change it yourself a little bit because that caffeine is going to be excess, you know what I'm saying? And it's also um, going to cause toxicity to build up because of um, too much accumulation of um, things that can cause rusting or oxidization of cells. Green tea brings about ox- antioxidants to the cells, so that's what the body needs. And, and um, caffeine, caffeine boost that can help get you jump-started in the morning is uh, similar to tea as well in the morning. So green tea in the morning is just about equivalent to uh, that coffee, but also brings about good health in the so, you know, switch out to coffee for green tea. Get more exercise and sweat it out, you know what I'm saying? We all know the exercise is a very important part of my day. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I do the hard days, two days after a week. to get out of anything that's in there. Yeah, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? So, true healthy lifestyle that helps with weight loss and whatnot. You know, there's, there's a lot more to exercise and just getting weight loss going. It's actually a natural and effective way to cleanse the body of toxins. You know what I'm saying? So exercise is good to get that acid or the acidic forming um, type of toxicity that that builds up or accumulating the body out. All right, so not only helping get that excess weight out, we're also getting toxins out. We're detoxing by exercise. All right. Um, acupuncture helps, you know what I'm saying? That's a, one of the best forms of cleansing. You know what I'm saying? Acupuncture is a, a, a holistic medicine that helps with um, natural healing while also helping to cleanse out any blockages, blockages in the meridian system or within the, um, the body or you know, contributing to the body. So, so you want to get that clean flow, that energy, that inner you know what I'm saying, popping, going back up properly, you know, acupuncture. I've, I've done my, like I said, my tipu is a traditional Chinese medicine, so he does acupuncture and acupressure, and I've, done, I've had that a few times and to release those blockages. So getting it done, you know, once a month, once every three months, once every six months, once a year is why, you know, depends on the person, what they need. I, um, Eat more fiber, put more fiber into your diet. That's very um, beneficial in, in spiritual cleansing and uh, as well as physical cleansing and most of everything. It's fiber because it slows down um, the digestion, so your body's going to feel full. So, But we've heard at times and time again that we need to be eating more fiber in our diet. So, you know, um, not only is it part of a healthy diet, that will continue to contribute to weight loss, but it's also an essential way of cleansing the body. You know what I'm saying? So fiber can, it's a, it's a very good way 
uh, supplement for, um, for cleansing of detox. You know, our bodies, particularly our digestive system, our digestive tracts, tend to hold on to a lot of substances that enter the body at the time. It's called calm, which is broken down, um, you know what I'm saying, C-H-I-M-E. And this may be toxins or, or preserved from foods. Uh, it could be waste, you know what I'm saying, that is not properly disposed from the body or evacuated from the body. And whatever it may be, the end result, to make us feel like um, bloated or weighed down, and it usually causes fatigue and other health problems. So when we introduce fiber into the diet, it helps keep the digestive system working properly. So that means that toxins or excess waste, anything that is built up over time that may be causing blockages in the digestive tract, it moves through it rapidly. Remember, the digestive tract is equivalent to the Sea of Galilee, and that's the Heteru, the house of light. So we got a lot of building up in the house of light or the Sea of Galilee. Galilee meaning underlady, you know what I'm saying? So from um, the River Jordan, it descends, Jordan means to uh, to descend, goes down into the Sea of Galilee, you know what I'm saying? So the River Jordan being up here, the uh, third ventricle, the whatnot with Jesus, that with John the Baptist, baptized palm gland or halus of Jesus Christ into the river Jordan, and it goes down into the sacral region or to the head to the house of light and gets that energy and it comes back up. And the dove is right there above, uh, head to, uh, yeah, above Haru's head. The dove is, is, uh, is implicating um, um, enlightenment or that process of that energy going back up, that mercury, that white light going back up the spine. Kundalini energy going back up the spine properly due to no blockage in the body or that cerebral spinal fluid going back up and uh, connecting back to, palm, to the palm gland. Okay, right, so, you know, fiber helps, um, it helps get those excess weight, you know, anything that's in that digestive tract house and move it through rapidly. And you'll feel healthier once the digestive process works properly and uh, optimally. You know what I'm saying? The way it's supposed to. There, there are some great top supplements out there, but you should try to get it naturally whenever possible for that fresh fruits and vegetables, you know, like beans, legumes, or whatnot. Um, they're all good sources of fiber, whole grains. Try to get the gluten free if you're going to do grains, stuff like that, like bread, or whatever. But um, start slowly to avoid adverse effects and then work your way up because uh, you want you have a regular bowel movement, you don't want to be like, you know, diarrhea or whatnot. But when it becomes regular with uh, your bowel movements, you will know because cleansing, you'll feel the cleansing process taking effect in your body, and that's detox. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fasting. But try fasting um, a day or two, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to go to the extreme measures like some, you know what I'm saying? I did seven days. I know one of my teachers, he did a 50-day a fast. He said he didn't know what he was thinking. 